When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now when you use code DNVR for first time sign up, folks, you're going to get a special deal where a simple $5 bet could win you $150 in free bets on DraftKings Sportsbook this NBA postseason. All you got to do is pick a winner, favorite or otherwise, $5 bet can get you $150 in free bets when you use code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook. We are your hosts, Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. And joining us today from Studio B is our good friend from Rock's Pile and Call to the Pen, Kevin Henry. What's going on, Kev? Hey, friends. It's all good. How about you guys? Oh, we're friends. We're friends. I, I get to be your friend. I know you, you guys are, are friends. <laughs> this is it. exciting. This is huge for me. All friends. At Come worst, on. Susie, you're a friend in law, right? Hmm, I Do guess you, so. You know, anyone who's a friend with me. Kevin, am I your friend? Yes or no? You are my friend. Thank you. Thank you. There we you can go. settle it here there and there. Shoot. There we go. We've, we've got a lot of friends and uh, we've got plenty to talk about today. 13 and 9 Colorado Rockies. So many moments in April going and preparing for this. I went back to look. What are all those small to large moments? And boy, there were a ton. Uh, we'll talk about all that. We'll play our, our favorite little segment of Why the West Was Won. Let's look at some of the news and stats and figure out if that's an indicator that a team is trending upward or downward or if they're just the Arizona Diamondbacks in general. But, oh. but they're trending upward in a, in a way. Uh, we'll, we'll get to all that. Of course, we'll preview the series here with Juan Soto and the Washington Nationals. But, uh, Kevin, just wanted to get your take here. Uh, we probably haven't talked since the start of the season. Right. Um, th- those, in fact, those were two of my biggest fav- favorite uh, takeaways from the month of April. We had a big free agent signing at DNVR Rockies, that being, of course, Susie Hunter. He's talking about me. <laughs> we, we got you on the roster just in time for opening day. And then it was our player preview series with Kenneth Weber and yourself. And that, that was a lot of fun. And I mean, that's like almost exactly a month ago. Can you believe it? And, and I must publicly apologize to Jose Iglesias. Because I, I will be honest, I was not kind to him in the player previous oh. sections. I was not. Whenever we talked about what was to come, what was going to happen, and uh, he has exceeded expectations. I shall do. We say. Wow. I do remember that uh, just just a little bit. It's it's a long season, but then again, I, I do hope you're wrong, buddy. <laughs> I do hope you're wrong. He definitely was was one of the highlights. But I think overall, thirteen and nine record. Again, maybe played some uh, easier opponents, perhaps. But you'd probably have to say this is on the higher end of, of expectations you would have hoped that the first month of the season would have played out for the Rockies. Uh, on my end, they took care of business. You know, the, with the schedule that was presented to them, they, they did what they needed to do. Obviously, it's going to get a lot tougher as we get back into the NL West. But I think uh, so far, so good. All right. So well, let's, let's just make this an open forum to talk about our favorite forum. moments in the month of April, and, and we'll include Sunday, May 1st, too, if there's anything in there. Uh, I know I know your first day, you had the Elvis shake. Kevin, have you had the Elvis shake yet? <laughs> I have not had the Elvis shake yet. So I, I think it's only the 200 level, though, right? Uh, well, see, I'm not that cool. I'm not so sure. I, I need to figure this out. Our, our credentials get us in there. 
That that <laughs> I, I don't think that was your favorite moment, but that was your first moment. That was my first moment. <laughs> okay. I loved that. And yeah, the one thing that was yeah, that was a great event, but like we didn't know where any of those foods were being offered at that food tasting. True. So I still don't know where you can get the Elvis shake, but I also haven't followed up and asked anyone. So right, it's I, on me. It's like a Disney World where don't they have all like a secret menus and places you can go? Oh my to find? gosh, is that what they're doing? A maybe, secret menu? <laughs> maybe there's some hidden interlocking CRs this, around the ballpark too, like uh, with the Mickey ears. I don't know. We may have to do this this evening at the ballpark. We may we answer these may. questions. Oh, that's that's uh, that was where our, our season started. It also started with Russell Wilson that the first pitch again a month ago. It, it seems crazy, but stadium was electric for that. Former Rockies prospect comes back. I, I don't know if we'll ever have a circumstance <laughs> in which a guy who is a prospect, you know, was was taken in a Rule 5 draft, was traded a couple times, and never ultimately got to play with the Rockies, goes out and throws the first pitch. That was That's pretty cool. I mean, opening day in downtown Denver is a celebration already. You put that on top of it. Oh, yeah. That was an 11 out of 10 easily. An 11 out of 10. How about and, that? And Sierra was there. The first Like, that lady. was awesome. Your neighbor. My neighbor, Sierra. Um, <laughs> and they played one two-step after his first pitch. So I just, like, love keeping it in the fam. It was a beautiful moment. I We talked about this uh, a couple times uh, in the wake of opening day. But, Kev, I'll get your take. How many more times do you think we see Russell Wilson at Coors Field? I set the over under at one and a half. Ooh, I'll, I'll take the over on that. I think I think Russell's been one of those guys who's already indoctrinated himself into the Denver culture and likes to be seen, you know. Uh, so okay. I have a feeling we'll, we'll pop him up on Rocky's vision a few times. Most people, most people took the over on mm-hmm. that. I, I I went with the under, and again, hope I'm wrong. Has he been back since opening day? Because I know he's been to Nuggets games. I think he's been to Avs games. I don't. Oh, he has been to those. He's definitely yeah. been to Nuggets games. Yeah. Wow, that's, um, I, he was courtside. I, I'm a little upset by that. He, yeah, I don't, I, he needs to go to at least two to three Rockies games per other yes. Denver sports teams. But I think he was making sure he got them in before yeah. their seasons were over. Um, but also, you know, we're in a little bit of a crunch because he's like getting ready for football season. He it's better true. make time for us. Yeah, we're, we may have to fight with the other beats, like the idea of like, hey, who owns, you know, is he is he just Denver's Russell Wilson? And it's like, well, no. Well, he's obviously a Bronco. But then next, <laughs> what is he most? And they're like, come on, right? He's a, he literally was a Rocky Absolutely. for a time. Asheville tourists, man. He was the Rocky um, first. What, what else stood out as far as like just a, maybe a, a feel-good moment, a, a great player or, or a player that you know, has, has exceeded expectations from the month of April that stands out in your mind. What's one of those first things for you, Susie? What, what would you say? Um, I loved that opening day moment. Speaking of people who have exceeded our expectations, oh. Kevin, yes. uh, that opening day moment where Jose Iglesias had that first yes. hit and he and Freddie Freeman shared a moment at first base. And then just so that was moving itself. Hearing Freddie yeah. Freeman talk about this the next day was also so moving. I am just like, the more I think about it, I'm convinced that Freddie Freeman is not human. He is an angel put on this earth. I was just like, who is this guy? <laughs> I know he's a nice guy, but I was just like, I got chills. Yeah, you, goosebumps you, now. you wrote about that. I that, did that, write about that. It's an article that, up yes. there now on the DNVR.com, now only 50 cents for the first month. But yeah, that was something that we didn't expect. You know, we're, we're all down in spring training and, you know, we didn't, didn't catch wind of those things. Then again, you don't check in on, say, you know, 
whose family members maybe recently passed away. That's not a question you ask. That's no. weird. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. It's not something you're even thinking of knowing about. Like, oh, maybe this will be a story. Like, you, you can't predict that. Mm-hmm. But then when it happens, it's just right there in front of your face. And that was that was really touching. And it's good to see him uh, to have continued success all throughout April. Absolutely. And I'll stick on the exceeding expectations train. Let's go Alan Trejo for a minute. I mean, oh, that's the guy yes. that, you know, just was like, not sitting there on the bench, wasting away. The spider webs were growing on him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they put him in the lineup. He starts producing. And and I think with what Brennan Rodgers went through, he played such a big role in making sure that Rodgers could get through that time. And the Rockies really didn't miss too much of a beat. So I don't know that we've talked as much as maybe we should about Trejo and really the impact he made on this team in April. Yeah, great point. Just straight up riding the pine. Him and Jordan Sheffield, who didn't get in at all, yeah. they're just there. You go, hey, we got a 28-man roster. We're not going to use all 28. He's sitting on the bench. Then you know his first, first start, boom, gets the big three-run home run, gets the MVP chain. And as you said, uh, give the Rockies some some depth there that almost you know allowed them to hold on to Rogers on the roster when you know maybe you could have made the case uh, you got to go to El Harris Montero a little bit earlier and and send Rogers down not that he needs to to prove anything in AAA but just maybe to work out a couple things and and Trejo was uh, really good insurance for that I'm gonna go back to a story that almost happened late last year didn't and then we got it really quickly. When the Rockies took out the Dodgers in that opening series, Harry Ralston Black, 1,000 career wins, it's which true. you look at that and you say, well, yeah, managers get, you know, wins, you know, 80 some on average, you know, a 500 season is 81, 81. So you go, all right, you know, maybe you, you manage for 12 years. I'm guessing that's roughly the math and that gets you a thousand wins, but not a lot of guys have even managed for 12 years, let alone have won a thousand games. What was he? Number 66. So, and yeah. so, and, and a guy to do it as a pitcher, like that's also unheard of. Clark Griffith uh, was, I think, the, one of the only ones from the old Washington Senators that was able to do that. So he is in this this rare class, and and the Rockies can enjoy that and uh, and and take a, a part of pride in uh, being a part of that journey for Buddy. So uh, I love that story a lot as well. I loved that, yeah. And he was so he's. I just like love how. Uh, humble and grounded he is about it too he's just like no like it's, it's not about me though let's let's stop yeah, yeah. i'll i'll make this about you another story you wrote oh i thought i of love this when it's about me last night and i go oh this maybe would have been not a better title for it but an alternative title for your article all about uh robert stevenson and lucas gilbreth <laughs> getting covid uh, right there uh uh, on the eve of opening day and how they're going to get back to, to Denver and they can't fly. And so National Lampoon's spring training vacation. Oh my gosh. That also would have played those two guys. They they pack up their car full of snacks. They go up there and luckily Gilbreth has a facility uh, in the area that they're able to train at for a week's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're taking shifts in and out of the car. Like again, just to be a, a fly on the hatchback as it were, uh, to, to see what that was like. That's It's one of those kind of funny stories that we didn't get to see play out on the field, but there were other moments that we saw play out on the field this month. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, I just, I loved talking to them about that road trip. Loved that Bob Steve was the DJ. <laughs> yeah, he's playing the tunes. A little bit of everything in there. It was. It sounded like a fun trip. I was like, can I get that Spotify link? 
Can I get that playlist? Now that drive was approximately it was it was like ten percent longer than most Alex Colomay outings. So that's <laughs> that was something else we had to get used to in April. <laughs> the Alex Colomay experience. <laughs> the Alex Colomay experience, Ace man. He he comes out and that that it's been a lot better. I feel like since then. Yeah, he for has numerous picked reasons. Up, he has picked up the pace absolutely, and and I think that's one thing. Uh, you know, Buddy was asked about that right afterwards, and he kind of looked like seriously you know but it was something that we all noticed how slow how methodical it was and i think the more that he's gotten comfortable in the rockies clubhouse the more that that's sped up just slightly you know speeding up being the tortoise to you know an, a little faster tortoise maybe but still <laughs> yeah yeah and and he's having more success too because in that that first outing you know there was a lot of traffic on the bases of course but remember what he divers. said though he said he's not slow, he's deliberate. Deliberate. Ooh. Deliberate. His exact spent. wording. <laughs> deliberate. Uh, we got to go into thesaurus.com, which is a site I do use. Of course And it see is. if when you type the word slow, if deliberate is in there. Or maybe vice versa. We'll have to, we'll have to play around with that. I would guess no. I'd put money on it. <laughs> I enjoy some good semantics. Hey, Bill Schmidt, he put some money on Mr. Kyle Freeland, a guy that... Man, it's been talked about probably since that 2018 season. Extension, obviously. Keep him in town. He has success at Coors Field. Then 2019, he has the setback. And then the last two years, hey, what are we waiting for? Everyone else is getting an extension except Kyle Freeland. And then finally, he gets it done. I think I was in the press conference on 420. So what better oh, perfect. for a Colorado exactly. native, a D- Denver's Please own it. Kyle Freeland, five-year million. And that six-year option, I think, is a player option. So it very well could be a similar situation to what we see with Charlie Blackman, who has a player option next year. It's down the line. But again, he's going to be staying in purple. And that's that's so great. It is. There's the whole hometown. Everything about Kyle Freeland just screams Denver. And for them to finally get that done, knowing that, you know, that's something we don't have to talk about anymore. Now we can focus on what Kyle Freeland needs to do to get back to that 2018 Kyle Freeland. You know, let's get all the money out of the way, everything else. And I think that you could kind of see his demeanor change a little bit as well once it finally got cleared up. I think that's true. Yeah, his, his Philly start was, uh, was a bit better there. And, and, you know, he made a start right when the, the news kind of broke mm-hmm. that it was happening. We didn't talk to him until the next day. So I think that must have mm-hmm. been April 19th. Philly start goes a little bit better. The defense lets him down as, you know, they did everybody in, in Philadelphia. But then, you know, his last start out there uh, looked really solid against Cincinnati with the long first inning and, you know, exaggerated second inning. And so you're right. I think he is hitting that groove because he's like, all right, this is where I'm going to be. I don't, have to, I don't have to look across the dugout and go, let me look at the Dodgers. I, I don't know. May, do yeah. I want to be on a team with those guys? Like there are pros, there are cons. Now he's like, no, this, he, he's, he's not going to have a wandering eye. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. Also, Patrick, I do owe you an apology about that press conference. Uh-oh, what happened? Because you were mentioning his look. He looked great. He like had oh. this great suit. And yes. you were saying, oh, he looks a little like Machine Gun Kelly. And I was like, Patrick, you're crazy. What a dumb thing to say. But then like the more I looked at it, I was like... No, I think he's right. And then I also didn't realize, so we saw in Kyle Freeland's, uh, he you know posted one of those screenshots of a, of a note, but he mentioned a Machine Gun Kelly lyric about doing it for your city. And I didn't realize that he has that tattooed on him. So I was like, okay, like actually there's something to this. And it was a Machine Gun Kelly and lyric. And it was a Machine Gun Kelly lyric, yeah. 
What do you know? It, it comes full circle. It, it was does. the vibe. It was just the vibe yep. that he has. <laughs> yep. I think so. Jeff Hoffman has it in the face a little bit, but it was the suit, slender. Yeah. He, he took a page uh, out of that man's book. So, so I apologize. You were right. It. There was something to it. Uh, you'll never hear me apologize again. So I think like you hear it owes me apology. We'll get one after the show too. because Or maybe it was Kale that was on that show. He was looking up the photos and I was getting those looks. But uh, a guy who's also been getting some looks, oh. both in and around Denver, uh, you know, whether you're a Rockies fan or not, his, his stature is starting to grow. Uh, and it's also starting to grow nationally right we we know the background story cancer is something that you know impacts so many people uh, in our country in the world and so there's been this connection to connor joe and you know he had a great 12 game hit streak we're waiting for the next one there but Mm -hmm. i had the longest active streak for a period of time there to open the season he gets on base he was a guy that but he said all right well he'll be our leadoff hitter maybe against left-handers and now he's just the leadoff hitter and it's just been wonderful to see connor joe after the success he had last season got cut short a little bit there with an injury in september but he's picked up where he's left off if not taking it to another level yeah and you talk about everything that that he has done to to kind of raise awareness in the community about the cancer and you know uh, he's been on jim rome show he's been on so many national things as well but the fact that he takes the time to connect, uh, and obviously a very sad story and how it ended up, but the fact he took time to connect, he's not a guy that's ever going to beat his chest and say, look what I'm doing. But uh, so many of these guys take the time to connect with fans in some way, and they find that connection in their background. And what Connor Joe can do for a lot of cancer patients out there is provide that uh, inspiration, provide that oh my gosh, he can do it, I can do that too. And I think that that's, a, that's a, an amazing thing to be able to do any day. Yeah, I did also, it was very sweet when we saw him walking around the clubhouse having everyone sign that bat for that young fan. Um, so just getting everyone else involved too. It's like, oh, what a guy. Yep. Yeah, What he, a guy. He's he's behaving like a leader too. Yep. You, you got to think about a guy who, you know, still was a rookie, you know, status-wise last year, but now, you know, he's 29 years old. He's a sophomore, but he's taking that leadership role, which is is fantastic. Tell you what, I, I should also mention besides Susie and Kevin, you being part of my favorite things for the month of April for the Rockies. Also a favorite was the t-shirt drop that we had on opening day, party we had at Ice House. Uh, you can get those brand new Rockies t-shirts on dnvrlocker.com. Head on down to the bar, any of our watch parties. You know it's going to be rocking on Tuesday night. For the Avs game one against the Preds, it's going down again on Thursday night. We'll be doing a post game show there. We may just have to stick around. It's it'll be a long day, but it'll be a good long day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, always a good day at the DNVR bar where members, of course, you get a member sized beer. It's a little bit larger. You get extra raffle tickets at all of those watch parties. You get some special price breaks at the tailgates, the takeovers, things like that. So again, only fifty cents for your first month at the DNVR. Com. And if you want an annual membership, you also get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. As I said, the member-sized beer on the corner of Colfax, New York, that could be Breckenridge Brewery, anything, just about anything. But the Avalanche Ale is the one to go with right now. It's the postseason. Get in tune. It's got those flavors that you want this time of the year. 
with the amber that blends pale chocolate and caramel malts. It's well-rounded, crafted for balance. It's versatile. It's the Garrett Hampson of beers. That's what oh, we call it here. how about that? I like that. That's what we call it. And I it's perfect that. timing because we expect Garrett Hampson to be back off the aisle today. You're going to be down here at the bar at the watch party. You're going to be active for that with your Avalanche Ale, so make sure you're checking that out. And you know what? The Nuggets might be out, but you can still get in on the action with the NBA playoffs, with everything going on down at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers, all you got to do is bet $5 on any team to win, any team. And once they do, you get $150 in free bets you also have those same game parlays where you combine two or three different things together. And you know what? It gives you an even bigger payout. And right now, each day, they've got a special where you're guaranteed to get a $25 free bet, even if one of those legs doesn't end up hitting. So they're helping you out. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any team to win, and when they do, you win $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Charlie Blackman has, has regained, and he's found his power stroke once again, that's something we weren't expecting to see. Four home runs in the first month. Round of applause for Charlie Blackman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he found it in a big way. He hit one uh, 453 feet at one point. It was his fifth longest blast uh, of his career. And so that's been uh, very much a pleasant surprise. Absolutely. You know, and, and if he's he's one of those guys, and I think we talked about this in the previous show, he's one of those guys that if he can get back to being Chuck Nasty, not just Charlie Ooh. Blackman, but back to being Chuck Nasty, that's big for this team. That it is it is an alter ego we forget. Absolutely. We we think of them as interchangeable. You're right. He still has that Chuck Nasty in his DNA. <laughs> We're clear. seeing that. Ooh, I like that. We we might need a graphic where we show the morph, you know, and <laughs> like we, the Animorphs covers. <laughs> a little bit, you know. On the one extreme, it's Charlie when he's a rookie with no facial hair. He just looks like a different human being. Somewhere in the middle, he's got the beard, and then I don't know, we need like a, a almost a she-hulk purple Chuck Nasty look yes. where He's just going. Uh, you oh. hear his like on his computer. He's like, I got more graphics to make now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, well I, I know uh, your hero appreciate. He's Super Saiyan. That's it. When he goes Chuck Nasty, he's he's basically Super Saiyan. That's a more of a Eric thing because he can actually draw. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you like the Dragon Ball Z reference, though. I, I That's know well that. That's well played. Susie, you've been all over on social media on on a couple really fun stories too. Uh, pretty much in the, last, doing? in the last week, <laughs> a certain shirt, a certain players wearing, yes. a certain uh, Philadelphia type of cuisine that people are eating. <laughs> and I, I don't know if one ranks higher than the other, but uh, I, I know you enjoyed those a lot. Okay, so um, <laughs> there's this shirt with Marquez's face on it, uh, but his name <laughs> is spelled wrong. Um, and it's been hanging in his locker and actually Patrick pointed it out to Erman, like, oh, hey, did you know that this, did you notice this is spelled wrong? He's like, wait, what? Like, so everyone got a laugh about it. Uh, but Ryan McMahon the other day decided to wear it just for warmups and it was hysterical. Um, so I, I just, I get such a kick out of just like stuff that keeps everything light, you know? That was but, good. But speaking of keeping it light while gaining a ton of weight, Ooh. um, <laughs> 
I loved, even though the Philly series did not go the way we wanted it to go, you know, I was saying like the one win we got was Mike Jasperson um, breaking the cheesesteak record. People are still talking about it. It's just nice to see the Rockies getting national attention across the board for what we're doing on the field and what we're doing in other people's clubhouses. I hope in a way, and if if you did... Don't 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 say this. Just just be right with your answer. If you listen to yesterday's show with Drew Goodman, or today, depending on when you're listening to this, it dropped on Tuesday morning. How many pounds did Mike Jasperson gain from those 25 cheesesteaks? What's your guess? I, and I'll take decimals if you want to go yeah. like a 0.5. I heard a number, but not from him. Okay. So I heard nine. Okay. I heard nine pounds. See, I was going to go 8.5. Ooh, see, I, I probably would have said that too. Yeah. I did hear the number was nine. Yeah, yeah. I did hear the number was nine. Man, that's a lot. If, if you have so to wow. lay a certain way to aid with digestion, mm-hmm. that, that just takes it to a whole other level. I've never even heard of that honest. as a thing. Yeah, never yeah. heard of that. He was drinking like a huge coffee every morning to clear out his system, <laughs> which sounds so unpleasant. <laughs> I need to talk to him about my bowl of fruit that I've been the having. The bowl of fruit is impressive in the press box. Every it absolutely day. is, I'm telling you. It's a, it's a gigantic salad. These bowls, they're troughs. They're gigantic. They are. They're gigantic. It's, I want to take credit for that, too, because they didn't have them in the opening no, series. No, you were the fit. one who not only brought the bowls into the press box, <laughs> but then every game there's this cornucopia that just suddenly appears in the front row, and I'm like, well, look at that. Patrick has made it a fruit appearance. <laughs> I don't see what you eat during the games, because we sit separate from each other, because Patrick is just like so over me already. <laughs> I sit on the other side of the press box. You can come down and enjoy and, the and, and a couple of rows back. And a couple of rows back. I'm literally, I could not be farther away. <laughs> I love where I sit, though, because I get to interact with Dinger every single day. And it's my hashtag Daily Dinger. It's hilarious. So I don't want to move. That's also one of your favorite April things. It is, is, your, your is dinger, my Daily, daily dinger. dinger. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we two chefs creating separate meals, you know. Someone's <laughs> creating the main course. Someone's creating the dessert. So we don't want to get in each other's way. So I think that works out wow. super nicely. <laughs> what a metaphor. That's it. I saved it. Because people are going, wait, wait, why aren't segment. they collaborating? Like we, we collaborate plenty uh, during the game and get together. But And, uh, and there was a question. And, and let's do confirm. Jasperson ooh. is still alive. He's he, doing he, fine. Yeah, yeah yes. he's actually survived the, the cheesesteak incident. I'm glad you asked that. So every time I've seen him, there's been like one or two people standing on either side of him. He's also got like glasses. A... Oh, my God. His head's he's kind of bouncing around. No. I don't know. No, he's making this up. I don't know if we've got a weekend at Philly type situation. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to well follow played. up on that. We are going to have to follow up on that. I can confirm. I had a conversation with him just a couple of days ago. So I think it was two days after the trip I talked to him. And he was like, oh, this is the day where I feel the worst, actually. He was like asking, like, who's got Tums? Mm. But he's alive. Did, did he have a speaker uh, coming out of oh his shoulder? Gosh. Do you know? <laughs> You're doubting yourself, though. You are doubting yourself <laughs> a little like, bit. I'm like, wait, is he alive? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a rumor we need to squash. This is a r- terrible rumor. No, but rumor. I think everyone knows we're kidding, so no, we're not going to... Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, all right. Before <laughs> Philadelphia, Miguel Cabrera, 3,000 hits. Not a Philly thing, but it's a cool Rocky thing mm-hmm. that it's very much coincidental. I've had, you know, I've seen some people say like, oh... That's typical Rockies. It's just luck of the draw more than anything. And that's that's kind of neat. Ricky Henderson, Craig Biggio, Ichiro Suzuki, and now Miguel Cabrera has gotten their 3,000th hit against the Rockies. It's pretty cool. And I, I love the fact that Iglesias came over to give him that hug. I thought First that, one. that was such a great moment. And, and, of course, with the Detroit background and everything yeah. else, I really thought, you know, yes, we talked about Freddie Freeman, right place, right time. I think Iglesias, we could say that as well with 3,000. 
I love that. That's yeah. good call. Miggy and Iggy. I guess that's kind of uh, what they I got they goosebumps, Kevin. <laughs> Again, yeah, what? me too. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. And, and another Crone. angel, perhaps. Yeah. CJ Crone, yeah. they're their teammates in 2020, ever so briefly. So you got that connection. You had, you know, Jonathan Daza on the field, another Venezuelan player. Elias Diaz behind the plate. Had the Venezuelan battery going. Yeah, Sensatella. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, that's the first uh, of the seven foreign born players to have 3,000 hits. This is the first instance of a countryman giving up that 3,000th hit. Cool. So two guys from Venezuela. So that was a cool thing. I talked to Daz about it when they got back from Philly. And it was just like, oh, yeah, everyone from Venezuela was watching that game. It was must-see TV. Oh, my god! And to be wow. a part of that. Because he wasn't – I don't think he was originally – did we have a lineup on Thursday before the game got rained out? I think we did. Because it got it, it got it got yeah. like called early, uh, late, I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like an hour before because we had a, a like a post game show and we're like, we got no game. Yeah, no, so, it happened so last minute. It was, and I don't think Daza was in that original lineup on Friday. And I, you know, maybe a typical kept bud. I mean, let's someone see, uh, got the, in his ear or just said, hey, you know what? Very little ever gets past Bud Black. I'm no, that's Absolutely. right. And so uh, I'm glad that that got uh, sorted out. Uh, another piece of news that was early on in the month, uh, you know, you may have forgotten about with Iglesias' hit uh, following the passing of his father, was a, a new member of the front office for the Colorado Rockies. Do we see? This is amazing. A month oh. has gone by, and it feels like a year because the Are Rockies you... have been so active. You're talking about Todd Helton, right? Ah, Already ejected yeah, Tom Helton. <laughs> well, that, that, there's a two for two there. You got <laughs> he gets added as a special assistant to the GM, uh, which is fantastic. Bringing him back, we saw him down in spring training there. Cargo was there. You know, all of these special assistants coming back. Clint Hurdle. It's it's wonderful. It's, it's making for a really good vibe. I was thinking about on my drive down today about Andres Galarraga and how many of the other Venezuelan-born players are aware of him. Like, like they know about Vinny Casilla. Uh, he, you know, he's there. He's in the clubhouse and everything. Mexican-born. But there's there's one of, you know, the, the original star of the Colorado Rockies was from Venezuela. And, you know, what that might mean to those players. And so he's a guy that uh, I'm not going to put that on the Rockies because he's hard. Galarraga is hard to find. You can't even find him. On, you can only find him on the golf course, apparently, according to his neighbors okay. and his friends and, like, Dante Bichette. He's, he's a recluse. Andres Galarraga, if you're out there, please... <laughs> Send me an email, Patrick at the DNVR.com. Um, but that would be great to see him back. Otherwise, I mean, Schmidt's been hitting out of the ballpark yeah. with these guys coming back. I, I mean, connecting with the former Rockies and building that bridge backwards, I think is really important for this franchise. It's a young franchise. You know, you're not gonna have the like the Yankees old timer days or anything like that. Right. But the fact that you can bring some of these guys back that some of these players watched play yeah. and can talk about what they went through at altitude and everything else, it's a great connection. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and hats off to, to everybody in that Philly series that uh, are showing support for Bill Schmidt. Did you see all those like Phillies Schmidt? I, I, I don't know why it was I don't know why it was a Philly uh, jersey on the front, but they love Bill Schmidt. Oh, so oh my gosh. It's, it's, I love the appreciation that people have of the Rockies GM right now. Um, uh, so yeah, we posted this on Twitter where Patrick was like, look how funny this is. Look at all the fans Bill Schmidt has because people were walking out, yeah. walking around with... Um, I don't know what the 20 stands for though. Oh my God. Maybe it's you know 2022, it's 2021. People so it's got- like, when did he take over? Uh, let's just put the 20... <laughs> On the back of the Schmidt jersey. People got so annoyed with there. There are some people who were just like, no, that's Mike Schmidt. And it, we were like, no, it's it's definitely Bill Schmidt. Like people are just like joke over the head. I've heard of that guy. 
I've heard of that guy. Michael Jack Michael Schmidt. Michael Jack Schmidt. I think he was on the cover of a media guide once. Maybe that's what. He's a model? I don't <laughs> he's know. A mo- he's a from, media guide model. From Ohio. <laughs> but as you said, Susie, Todd Helton back in the organization. And then uh, as we talked to Josh Sushan last week, you can go and watch that interview. Uh, get your eyes on the voice. Because that's typically the thing. You know, the voice of a, of a team, the voice of the Albuquerque Isotopes in this case. You might not get to see what he looks like. Go and, and put a face yeah. to the voice. Uh, you can do that over on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube. But he was there. That We caught him that day. Which was fantastic because we had already set it up and everything. We were going to talk to him about, you know, prospects that we should look out for. We had a great conversation about Montero, which was perfect because, like, he was in Denver, like, the next day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was telling us about how, like, there was an ejection and it was pitch clock related. And he couldn't even see who had gotten ejected until they found out, like, oh, my gosh, it was Todd Helton. <laughs> what? I love that. And we still don't know more about it. Uh, but uh, Warren Schaefer said like in the postgame press conference that he just appreciates the passion that Todd Helton still has. That's like kind of all he had to say about it. I like dug a little deeper too. I was like emailing uh, Forrest who does PR for the isotopes. I'm like, what do we know? And he's like, I don't have anything else for you. I was like, thank you for indulging <clears throat> we me. Gotta, we got to hit up Jeff Grammer there, the AB, uh, ABQ Journal. He yep. does an amazing job down there. Oh, yeah. Love that. And then, you know, on Saturday, or excuse me, on Sunday, there were, you know, those great moments with Brendan Rodgers, Elias Montero. I don't, I don't know, Kevin, if you had a favorite one of those, if they're kind of 1A, 1B. But, I mean, that was a great way just you know to polish off a sweep too yeah. it was and, so, such a good day and honestly i think the whole montero experience weekend you know him talking about how that he thought people were joking with him about getting called up and you know <laughs> yeah. his emotions getting you know going he went to the ballpark anyway you know thinking oh they're just kidding there's no way that i really got called up <laughs> you know they're like no dude really go to denver seriously you know so i think his whole story behind that and then obviously yeah uh base knock you first to bat go two for four uh, such a cool weekend, and, and it's and you know as Buddy said afterwards, always great to see that uh, that debut, especially when it goes well like that. Yeah, he he loves those, and again, big smile on his face, even though knowing I I'll have to ask this today, but I, I strongly believe that Montero knew the he knew the assignment. Yeah. Hey, you're here for the weekend, rosters shrink, but guess what? Enjoy it, kid. Enjoy it, and he absolutely did. So no no let you'll be back. Great. I mean, he'll he'll be back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'll be back. He was the happiest person being sent back down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because it's a short thing. It is, seriously. For sure. Yeah, I I love that. Put a big smile on all our faces, much like our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group do each and every time our DNVR members go there, switch over. They make that change. I love what they're doing right now because when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them, you get a free Sonic Care toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group. Located only 15 minutes from downtown Denver. So if it's a night game or even if it's one of those early getaway day games, you can get your appointment in. You got a big, bright smile. Head on down to the ballpark. Uh, do what you need to do. You can grab a bite to eat, too. Anywhere in the Denver metro area. There's four here in Denver at Sexy Pizza. It's fantastic. Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, as well as Park Hill. We premiered them at the tailgates. Kevin, you had some. I enjoyed the sexy pizza. I'm just saying. Oh, that was so good. It was very good. It was particularly good because once we got into the stadium for the Broncos game, you go, you you just see all those dollar prices and you're like, (laughs) how much money would I have spent? I'm so glad I'm tailgating with DNVR. (laughs) That was a good time. uh, No doubt. So you probably had that experience already, but even if you just... Want to go down and pick up a slice? You can do that anywhere. They've got hand-tossed deck oven pizza made from each morning dough from scratch, which is fantastic. Again, 
we can be a bit snobbish. Uh, some of us some in of this us. room some of us may can be, be a bit snobbish. I mean, there really is no such thing as bad pizza, but... There I are... mean, I disagree, but well, sexy pizza is great pizza. Well, yeah, we, we don't have to argue about that part. They are in that upper <laughs> echelon. When, if you know, you know, and we know sexy pizza, upper echelon. Also love what they're doing uh, on their website. Go to www.sexy.com. Pizza, and you can actually go to their donations and their about page where you can find out how, you know, if they cater an event of yours, they can even donate to your local charity. So I love keeping the business, supporting local businesses, and the fact that they are giving back to the community as well makes it all the more reason to support Sexy Pizza. All right. We got to talk about the uh, the NL West, the teams. Why the West was one not how but why we got four other teams to go look at this graphic man i love this graphic you hear knocked it out of the park with this one cowboy hats off to you here for this amazing graphic we're gonna each kind of give you a little stat fun fact story that might be going down with the other four teams in the nos and kind of say hey this is what's going on with them. Maybe it's an indicator of, of why they're on, on the upswing or maybe why they're going to be stuck there in the NL West gutter. But we should probably start at the top, the team. We'll get it out of the way early, right? Yeah. It's like yep. eating your vegetables first. There you go. And then you get to eat your ice cream. I don't think uh, I don't think vegetables and ice cream are served at the same time, but I got lost in the metaphor. If they're in a big bowl in the press box, that'd, that'd be all right. We don't have ice cream anymore. We used to have ice cream. Did you know, I know. that? I, I've heard that. I've seen the ice cream cooler I, that sits there I, empty. I, I missed that. I'm just that was trouble. If, if the temperature was over over 70 degrees, it's like, ooh, it's warm. For my body, I need to cool it down. <laughs> Way too many ice cream sandwiches. But so, yeah, let's eat our vegetables and talk about the Dodgers. Who wants to start first? Who has a story, stat that maybe indicates what they've been up to right now? They are first place in the West, but... I mean, the Dodgers were the team that everyone expected sure. to do very well, and they're living up to those expectations, aside from losing a series to the Rockies and losing a series to the Diamondbacks. Yes. Opposite yep. day, apparently. Um, they're doing great. They've got a 2.29 team ERA. That was as of Sunday. Um, and Trey Turner and Mookie Betts uh, haven't even really gotten going yet. Yeah, I mean, that, that's obviously the indicator right there. They're, they're doing as well as they have been, and yet two of their most integral pieces in the lineup mm-hmm. really yet to, to do the things that you expect them to do as perennial all-stars. Yeah, Dodgers 14-7, and seven, looking really good. They've got the best run differential, so they're not allowing a lot of runs to score. They are, in turn, scoring a lot of runs. I mean, they're, they're doing precisely what they should be doing. And, and, and that's all I'll say about that. So and, and, we can move on, but you've got something too. Well, I, we got to talk for a minute about Clayton Kershaw. I mean, this is a guy that everybody yeah. at the end of last year, they're like, is he going to come back? Is he going to be in a Texas uniform? You know, a lot of things kind of discounting him. Okay. So, so far he's been pulled from a perfect game this year yeah. and he's become the Dodgers strikeout all time, you know, leader. So Kershaw, you talk about that team ERA. He's a big part of that and uh he's definitely looking like uh, the hall of famer yeah and you know this is something that we haven't brought up on the podcast and we'll just touch on it briefly trevor bauer of course uh, being suspended for 324 games or two seasons that two seasons i i think uh only recently started so he would miss part of the 2024 season a couple weeks uh but what ends that ends up doing for the dodgers is it does save them 60 million dollars and it uh takes off 64 million dollars in luxury tax salary 
which means come trade deadline, they can probably go out and add anybody and, and not have to worry about the tax. I don't think they're worrying about money anyway. They're already yeah. kind of up there where they're paying yeah. a much higher level tax regardless, but uh, that is something worth pointing out. San Francisco Giants, second place in the NOS. They are currently, uh, actually they're, they're in third place right now by half a game, 14-8. and eight. Picking up where they left off, uh, what yeah. do we like about what they've been doing so far through the first month of the season? I mean, yeah, they're good, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I actually, you know, speaking of the Nationals, who we're just going to, you know, who we were about to see, uh, they had a three-game series against the Nats at home. Uh, they allowed 28 runs. Um, so, yeah. you know, this week they'll be going to L.A., revamping that little rivalry yeah that's you but don't you, you don't want to be cold going into la no so the, this will be maybe the giants first test mm-hmm. uh they maybe have taken their eye off the ball with that as you said series loss to the nationals yeah yeah that's rough yeah how much did we talk before the season began about okay the uh, the giants are going to take a step back where are all those wins going to go are they going to go to other people in the division you know could the rockies pick some of those up so far we're not really seeing a lot of chinks in the armor and i'll tell you carlos Rodon coming on board has been one of the best free wow. agent signings of the offseason wow yeah. he's been otherworldly giants uh clubhouse has been you know hit hard by covid 19 protocol so they've they've missed a bunch of guys Brandon Belt, Tommy Lastella, Evan Longoria, three quarters of a really good infield, they're all on the IL right now. And so, you know, maybe that has something to do with losing two out of three. Does, yeah. But but regardless, you know, they they've picked up where they've left off. Uh, I think they have the highest runs per game uh, in baseball five, which seems criminally low, but that's the state of the ball right that now. Is. That's that's what's going on. Run scoring is down drastically, and they've got the fifth best ERA partially. Uh, because of what Carlos Rodon has done. Yeah. Uh, probably the best left-hander in all of baseball right now. I would, yeah. Uh, in he, second... If he and Kershaw were to ever go up against each other, that'd be a heck of a matchup. Uh, and that's going to line up in that one. Mm-hmm. That'll be yeah, we'll have to keep our eye on that. Yeah. That that might be must-see TV. Yep. In second place right now, uh, after their most recent win, 15-8, and eight, the San Diego Padres. They did this last year, though. Keep in mind. They and then, yeah, they did. Boo, they were in the tank, but they're looking pretty solid. I don't know. Everyone got their hopes up about the Padres last year. They were all talk. And then at the end of the day, it was they didn't even come close to living up to that. I will say, though, that Eric Hosmer being actually pretty good (laughs) is a shock to me because I was predicting that he was going to be so distracted by his upcoming child that he was just going to you know, fall apart. I'm exaggerating, but he, I mean, he's batting 382 right now. So he's, he's doing well between that and the trade rumors. Right. I, I think, yeah. I, I think I read something that when Bob Melvin came over from the A's, he was just talking about, man, how good you are. And Eric Hosmer said, you know what, actually, since I've been here, no one's actually talked about how, how good of a player I am or, or given him like that confidence, hmm, you know? Um, cause again, he, he's, he's not one of those homegrown guys was signed as a free agent. So that kind of gave him that, that bit of boost, which is going to be helpful when you're in the middle of trade rumors, mm-hmm. uh, when your team is going out and acquiring Luke Vogt. Um, uh, so Luke Voigt, see, we've got a Brandon Vogt, V-O-G-T, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm blaming him, Luke Voigt. I caught it. I corrected myself there. Good job. Good job. So he's been good. Uh, for you, what has, stand, has stood out as as maybe being the reason why the Padres are good? Or maybe have you found something that could suggest they might be heading the same direction as last year and going to the tank? Well, I don't 
I honestly don't think that's going to happen. And you mentioned it a minute ago, Bob Melvin. And I think he will go down as one of the best offseason signings by any team. You know, And it's weird to say that about a manager, but I think he's really adding stability to this team. Let's be honest. When the Fernando Tatis incident happened, uh, you know, it's automatically gone for this, at least start of the season. Everybody's like, oh, what's this going to do to the Padres? Oh, you know, and he just said, no, this is what we're going to do. And and said, he's never going to ride a bike again. I can tell you that. A motorcycle, I should say. <laughs> so, you know, he really took charge of things. And I think that that's what was needed in that San Diego clubhouse and it's showing right now. He probably shouldn't be riding a bike either. Like no, that's the penalty. None of that. It's like no, nope, not even a not, not even a tricycle. bicycle. No, none of that. Can't try tricycle. <laughs> also off the table. Thanks, Kevin, for clarifying because you might find a loophole. <laughs> it's going. Tatis Junior is a creative guy, and yeah, Hassan Kim has been really good. Yeah, uh, the guy that they expected when they signed him out of uh, the Korean baseball organization, Joe Musgrove. He's kind of putting himself into that ace type caliber uh, of a pitcher so he's been really fantastic for him and for for the uh, the Padres and Mackenzie Gore a guy who's been a top prospect for a couple years that we thought you know maybe even 2020 we would see him at the big league level and just kept getting hurt and he sorted it out he's been fantastic for them so that rotation has been great and Taylor Rogers our guy from Colorado Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's perfect in save opportunities he has yet to give up a run an earned run this whole season so Everything seems to be working really well for them. And believe it or not, things are actually going pretty well down in Arizona. Our friends down at PHNX Diamondbacks. Uh, big shout out to Derek and Jesse there. 11 and 13 Arizona Diamondbacks. They have got to be ahead of the over-under number at this oh, point. Yeah. They're looking rather solid. Yeah, I was, I mean, I think no one expected very much from the D-backs this season. So I think anything they do will exceed expectations. Um, And that's kind of where they're at right now. And they've come alive a little bit. Um, You know, they've had an impressive series against the Dodgers. They split a series against the Cardinals last week. So they are, they're holding their own right now. And speaking of people to keep off motorized vehicles. Let's talk uh-huh. about Madison Bumgarner for just a minute. How about that? <laughs> yes, How about let's that? go, There's Ken. the transition. Love the so, transition. Seriously, through five starts, <laughs> a 1.17 ERA. I mean, he's starting to look like Mad Bum again, kind of like Charlie Blackman's look like Chuck Nasty. He's morphing into Mad Bum again, which could be troll for the NL West. He's heating up. I'm telling he's, you. He's back. No no doubt. Merrill Kelly has been really impressive. We know how Zach, good Zach Gallon can be. I mean, uh, I know we're going to see at least Zach Gallon. I think Zach Davies is coming up here over the weekend. I think Merrill Kelly actually might be going so. on Friday. Yep. So you've got all those guys. You know, one thing that, again, they're playing really well. So uh, do with this what you will. I, I sorted on Fangraphs. The uh, by wins above replacement. Who are the 10 worst players? And the Rockies have surprisingly seen a lot of these bad guys. <laughs> Joey Votto's been the worst, uh, according to uh, Fangraph's War. Eddie Rosario, Nelson Cruz. Hey, good time to come to Coors Field for yep. him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, Lucius Fox, uh, I think he just got his first big league hit the other day, also for the Nationals. Brendan Rogers there. Hopefully he is has put that past him. Cole Tucker of the Pirates, Matt Beattie of the Padres. And then... Three Arizona Diamondbacks. Sergio Alcantara, who I think they might have got him from the Cubs when Nick Ahmed went down and got hurt. So he was just a plug in there at shortstop Carson Kelly. He's a catcher. That's okay. And then Cattell Marte, like their guy. Yeah. Like that guy for them who's supposed to be, you know, the next level. Like as much as Rockies fans hate in the offseason or even during the season, 
when other fan bases go, hey, let's get uh, Herman Marquez. Let's go ahead and trade for him. Let's get him on in our rotation. You can tell Marte has been that guy for the Diamondbacks for a while now. He even signed another extension with them, and he's been you know, not great. So that kind of lets you know how things are going right now down there in Phoenix. It's the reverse Kyle Freeland with the extension. Instead of you know things getting a little bit better, it looks like Marte is feeling the pressure a little bit with that. That's it. That's it. We'll see if... Rockies feel any pressure. They shouldn't feel any right now. They got a three game win streak and they've got another bad team. But as you point out, Susie did have a series win over the weekend mm-hmm. against the San Francisco Giants. Matchup tonight, Herman Marquez against Eric Fetty. Another another Rockies W tonight. You gotta think low scoring, high scoring. Where are we at with our predictions on the night? Yeah, I mean, I think Rockies take this one for sure. Um I I don't know if I take the over or the under. I've been I've been wrong the past week. I th- I think with Marquez on the mound, uh, absolutely. I think it's a great way for the Rocks to start off the homestand. And one thing I thought was real interesting, I saw the last ten games, Nats actually have a better batting average, and of course a lot of that's inflated by what they did on Sunday, but a better batting average uh, than the Rocks do over the last ten games. So will that keep going at Coors Field tonight? Yeah, yeah, we know Marquez can have high strikeout numbers if he's uh, putting it in and around the zone. Over under is ten and a half, so it's on the higher side. Mm, hmm. That is pretty high. I think I might. I think I might take the under on that. I think I would take the under too. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. You, yeah. You, you got to hope that's going to be the case. Uh, on Wednesday, Austin Gomer against Patrick Corbin, battle of two lefties. It seems like every series there's a a two lefty matchup helps win. 40% of your rotation is lefties for the Rockies. And then Antonio Senzatella against Aaron Sanchez right now. Nats, uh, as of last night, at 11 guys on the IL. Like, they're they're hurting bad. Steven Strasburg, Annabelle Sanchez, Joe Ross, Sean Doolittle, Carter Keeboom, a nice young left side of the infield player, and former Rocky, Will Harris. I always look for the former Rocky. There you go. It was very brief, but Will Harris, former Rocky, He's on the IL. And here's an interesting thing, because I don't think anyone expected the Nationals to contend in the East. And, you know, maybe probably a lot of people would have, let's say, put them fourth in the East, similar to the Rockies. But if you look at all the moves that the Rockies made and you look at the lack of moves the Nats made, other than bringing in Nelson Cruz, you would you would say maybe the Rockies are trending upward a little bit more. Nats, $139 million payroll going into the season. Rockies uh, are looking at about 134. So Nats are paying a lot more and they're getting a lot less. A lot of that has to do with Steven Strasburg, who's making $35 million to recover. Mm, that's not a good contract. No, that's not a good contract at all. And and I think in Washington, they were expecting this to be kind of a bridge year. I, I think, think so. whenever Zimmerman decided that he was going to call it a career, I think that that kind of changed the way that this team was looking at things. And also uh, the Carter Keyboom injury. I think uh, you can't overlook what that's done for them at third base because Mikhail Franco has not been good. No. Really Are we, can we talk ill of Mikhail Franco? Is that all right? Do you yeah. mind? I mean, I guess, if you have to, I, if it's a... warranted, you may. <laughs> I still am shocked when I when you look at Philly's roster and you go, Odubel Herrera is still there? He's still not around. not Mikhail Franco? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that is what it is. Yeah, as you said, it's a bridge year. They got 10 guys signed on one-year deals or at least have one year left on their deal. Nelson Cruz has a mutual option for next year. Uh, and Josh... Uh, Bell and Joe Ross are going to be free agents after the season as well. So uh, they they are in transition, but we get to see Juan Soto. Any? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think DraftKings Sportsbook has anything on on home runs in a series, but do you think we see anything from Juan Soto? I think we do. Yeah, and I know one? we did. Um, 
We did predictions like at the beginning of this season that we never aired because we never did anything with them. But um, I had I predicted him having a really great season. Was your MVP? I pick? think he was my MVP. I think pick. He, may have been. I, he was. Um, so I I expect a couple of home runs out of him at Coors Field this weekend for sure. Okay. Yeah, I could see that he came in last year in September. You remember he was yeah. like holding on to Gerardo Gerardo Parra, like they were they were lockstep right there. Uh, with each other and he was super hot and he was just good. I mean, he wasn't great. He wasn't great, but he was just good. Yeah. Which is better than, for, than most players best. But and you know, the thing with Juan Soto is you almost have to do over unders on number of walks. He's going to take in a series too. Cause this is a guy with such a great eye as well as uh, in that Nats lineup, you can pitch around him. Unfortunately. That's true. Yep. Uh, it's interesting right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, Juan Soto. If you want to pick him to homer today, it's plus 400. If not, if you don't think he's going to homer, minus 700. But CJ Crone has better odds to homer. He's plus 280. So that's it. So DraftKings says, you know what? The Croner more likely to hit a homer than Juan Soto. Love that. I, I love that. Those are fantastic right? odds. I am obsessed with this. <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, also, over under on Brendan Rodgers hits. Plus 200, and it's not uh, over a half a hit, over one and a half. Oh. So they're sitting on the line high there. They think Brendan Rodgers. They Rogers, listened to us saying that Brendan Rodgers is out of the interesting. slump. Yeah, I don't, I don't know his uh, career numbers against Eric Fetty, but uh, mm, I, I think DraftKings does. I think DraftKings is very aware of that. So uh, it's going to be a good series. We'll have a pregame show for y'all at noon tomorrow uh, on Wednesday, uh, depending mm-hmm. on when you're listening, we'll have a post game show. Brendan, vote yes. <laughs> yes. I had to there think. You go. We go. can't talk about Luke Voigt within a day of talking about our good <laughs> it gets buddy too Brendan. Confusing. But Brendan will be a uh, part of our post game show for that on Thursday. Do you think we're talking about a six game winning streak? That's a lot to ask for, That's right? It's a lot to ask for. It's yeah. always a lot to ask for a sweep. We we talked about that mm-hmm. going into the Red Series, and you're like, I mean, you want a sweep. Sure. You go, it's it's on the table, but it's so hard to sweep. I, I think they'll get two out of three just because back-to-back sweeps. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's so hard. Yeah. Unlikely. I agree with you on two out of three. Yeah. Yeah. Washington's a better team than Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. So I, I Who think is it? three. Exactly. <laughs> the good point. Oh. It's, a, it's a bar that uh, you can hop over pretty easily. Yeah, very true, very true. Uh, you can listen to our buddy Kevin. Uh, he and his partner, Noah Yingling. Uh, follow them on Twitter, at RocksPileFS. Sure. Uh, you got the, the, the Rockies report coming out every week there. We do. We do. We'll do another one uh, tomorrow, actually. We've got that slated. Be ready to rock. You guys, uh, great coverage. Again, I can sure. say that, hey, we, we've got a podcast here. We still want you to listen to Kevin's podcast. Well, it's good. There's room for all of these things. There absolutely is. There's a lot of pie out there to eat, so it's all good. That's it. That's it. Don't Purple it. pie. Purple pie. Boysenberry? What I a think, metaphor. You know, because back to the Huckleberry. dessert thing. We Yeah, look, we, we ate all of our vegetables in the first three segments. Now we can talk about all the sweets and talk about the Elvis shake that uh, yes. I guess there you go. we all may need to have. And remember, use your bacon as a spoon to get those Cracker Jacks. Can that's, I add that we got an update on the location of the Elvis shake? 
uh, have to because look, we want to be that spot for everyone, for all things Rockies, and Elvis Shake is a part of our world now. Yeah, Isn't so that? this oh, okay. comment came in from Zach earlier in the show. I don't know if it came up. Yes, so it's at the Helton Burger stand. Oh, there you um, go. So that is where you can find it if you are looking for it. I'm happy that we got an update on it because we don't get a lot of opportunities to walk the concourse during the games. Love Zach. Appreciate it. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate Co- that. He, he hooked me up with a couple good trades on the Tops Bunt app. I really? Do, I collect digital baseball cards. Oh, they're not NFTs, so they're not worth anything. But it's just a fun thing to go around, try to get sets. So, so Zach and I are homies. Uh, we we nice. link up in the members-only Discord. That's one of the benefits you get when you're signed up to the DNVR.com, which is now only 50 cents for your first month. If you happen to want that, uh, follow us at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons. I am at the Susie Hunter. We'll see you tomorrow at noon, and we'll keep this good, positive train rolling. Hopefully, we can keep our momentum going, because you know what they say, momentum, it's only as good as tomorrow's podcast. So we'll talk to you then.